I know what you guys are thinking right now. You're sitting there thinking, I listen to this podcast all the time, and our boy Eric Kane is 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 quite stupid, right? Who would have thought Kentucky's offense would have done what it did on Saturday night? Only to Tennessee's defense, but the important thing is. Tennessee did get that dub, 45-42. We're going to recap it all here on a Monday show. A lot to get into. Plus, I'll hand out my grades for each position group. Offense, hey, they look pretty good. Defense, well, all that and more here on a Monday, Locked on Balls. You are Locked on Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, good Monday morning, everybody, and welcome into a new work week. Welcome into a new week of Locked On Vols. Your Tennessee Volunteers, well, now sitting at a 5-4 and four record, 3-3 three and three in the Southeastern Conference. Took down Kentucky, the number, what was it, 18 team in the land. 6-3, and 4-3 and three now for the Wildcats. And Josh Heupel gets win number one against a ranked opponent, as head coach of the Tennessee Volunteers. Hello again, everybody. I am Eric Kane, your host here on Locked On Vols, at underscore Kane or on Twitter, at Locked On Vols. Thank you so much for making Locked On Vols your first listen each and every morning. And don't forget, tomorrow it is Twitter Tuesday. So I know you guys have a lot of questions. I've already gotten a ton of DMs at underscore Kane or at Locked On Vols. We will dive into every single one of them tomorrow. Twitter Tuesday, get them in here on a Locked On Vols. So uh, again, we're going to we're gonna recap everything that was. We'll get highlight calls later in this segment. Uh, we'll do stats in segment two and grades in segment three. But I mean, really, you're probably sitting there, and I know my OGs in this podcast at least since I've taken over, um, you know, you loyal, listen to listen more than once per week. And I appreciate that so much. I mean, last week I was so confident Kentucky's offense is not good. I mean, it's, it's good enough to beat you if you don't come prepared to play, but Kentucky's offense can't play from behind. Kentucky's offense can't keep up. Kentucky's offense won't score over 30. And then Kentucky's offense goes out there. <laughs> 612 yards of total offense. I mean, what? <laughs> 99 plays, an SEC worth 61 plays per game. I beat that boom, boom. I beat that drum all week long last week. 61 offensive plays on average. It ran 99. Kentucky's offense averaged 6.2 yards per play. It got 35 first downs. It averaged an SEC, I think 12th in the SEC, and 19 first downs per game. It got 35 against Tennessee. It got 35. Okay, Will Levis, who, again, I think is a really nice athlete, he had a career game. What was it? Five total touchdowns, three passing on 372 yards passing through the air, two rushing touchdowns on 72 yards gained. I mean, again, so should I say I'm sorry? I mean, I guess I'm sorry. And I, I, I'm always careful never to speak in absolutes because you'll screw yourself if you speak in absolutes, right? Things change so much. Um, I was about as close to speaking in absolutes last week than I have been in a long time because I just everything I've saw from Kentucky so far this season, it was a matchup nightmare. And that's nothing against that offensive line and Chris Rodriguez, who are good. That offensive line bullied Tennessee all night, okay? And I didn't think I knew that they'd get their running yards. I knew that Chris Rodriguez would probably get, you know, close to a hundred or so. I did not envision Tennessee just getting beat up all night long in the front seven. And give Tennessee credit, it stepped up in the end and, you know, got after Will Levis there on four straight passing downs to end the ball game. So he got after it. Byron Young in the fourth quarter had two, or in the second half had a series where he had two sacks. So it stepped up towards the end, and that's the important thing. Of course, we know about the Lante Taylor pick six. But I didn't envision that that 
that front seven getting just bullied, bullied the entire night like it did. But it did. I didn't envision Will Levis having the game of his life, but he did. But the important thing is, as much as Kentucky did, I mean, my goodness, <laughs> Tennessee, who got dominated in the time of possession, 46 minutes and 8 seconds to 13 minutes and 52 seconds, but Hendon Hooker continues to show why he is playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the entire country. Four touchdowns, 316 passing, 15 to 20. He was electric. That run game took forever to get going, but in the second half, it got going when Tennessee needed it. The wide receivers, the big three, all got a touchdown. All had over 75 yards receiving. Tennessee's offense, the offensive line, not the best day, but good enough. Okay? Tennessee's offense came to play, and boy, was it fun. Play number one. We're going to hear it in just a minute. Play number one out of the gates, man. Javante Payton. Screen pass. In typical Tennessee fashion, Javante Payton gets a big play to start the game, and then we don't hear from much from him the rest of the day. But still, you know, I mean, this game had it all. It was exciting. I was in the press box there at Kroger Field, and uh, it was it was shaking, man. I could hear. You know, you can't hear everything, obviously, but I could I could hear the crowd from inside the press box. It was shaking. Uh, what an environment for college football. It was cold, and Tennessee came out to play, and Tennessee did did well. Um, lots to correct on defense. So many missed tackles. So many times, you know, Kentucky was getting a hat on a hat. Offensive lineman to de- defensive lineman, offensive lineman to linebacker, um, tight end to, to outside backer, star player. You know, hat on hat, and there would be one player to make the play. For Tennessee, and he would miss the tackle, um, or he would, or the, the Rodriguez or Smoke would break the tackle, and then they would go get seven, eight, nine, sometimes fifteen plus. Tennessee's defense was embarrassing on on Saturday night. Uh, the front seven, the linebacker play was embarrassing. Um, it was bad, but again, it did step up towards the end, and of course, Alante Taylor's pick six proved uh, to be a big difference. So, uh, my thoughts overall. If you follow me on Twitter, you saw me say this word probably ten times in the fourth quarter. Just wild, just a wild football game. But Tennessee comes down with the win, a much-needed win, obviously, out of the bye week. And you go into the Georgia week, and we'll talk all about the Bulldogs this week. Don't get me wrong, we will. But you needed this week. You needed this win, okay? Because you're not going to win this week, likely, against Georgia. Anything can happen, but you know. And then you're going to beat South Alabama and Vanderbilt. And boys and girls, that's seven wins for Tennessee. Is that Should we throw a parade? Absolutely not. But again, seven wins in year one for Josh Heibel. you got to take care of business at the end of the schedule. I get that. But this was a critical win. So a wild night in Lexington. So much to unravel. We're going to talk all about it here this morning. Or uh, yeah, here today on Locked on Vols. Uh, but first, let's get into those scoring highlights, courtesy of the Vol Radio Network, Bob Kessling and Pat Ryan. And we're just going to go down score by score and let you hear how it sounded uh, via the airwaves. Right out of the gate, play number one. Javante Payton, a 75-yard screen pass that he takes to the house. Great blocking by uh, by Prince and Fant and Valus Jones. One play, 75 yards. Here's how that sounded on the Ball Radio Network. Out of the shotgun, Hooker. He's going to fake a handoff, swing the pass out to the left. That's complete to Payton. Payton breaks a tackle down the sideline to midfield. To the 40, to the 30 on play number one. He's going to go 75 yards for a Tennessee touchdown. Javante Payton, a little slip screen to the left side, and then he slipped through the Kentucky defense. And on the first play, Payton goes the distance, and Tennessee leads it just like that, six to nothing. 
Well, Kentucky responds. Cavassier smoke a nine-yard touchdown run, capping a 14-play, 75-yard drive that took eight minutes and 36 seconds off the clock to tie things up in the first quarter. And then it was 7-7. Tennessee, of course, in true fashion, three-play, 75-yard drive, 26 seconds off the clock. So really, they held on to the football a little bit compared to the 11 seconds in drive number one. It was Valus Jones, 72-yard touchdown pass from Hendon Hooker to make it 14-7. Hooker back to throw, sets up, fires long down the sidelines, got a man there at the 40, to the 30, and down to the 10, touchdown, Valus Jones, 72 yards. Valus Jones just took off running down the sideline, and Hendon Hooker with another bomb, the first 75 yards to Javante Payton, that's 72 yards to Valus Jones, and the quick strike offense in full effect as Tennessee now jumps back in front 13-7. to You get into the second quarter, it's Will Levis, an eight-yard or six-yard, eight-yard touchdown run. I had it right the first time, just a rollout. He leaps into the end zone, six plays, 71 yards, 3-11 off the clock, and this ball game was tied at 14-all. Kentucky takes its first lead of the day, a little underneath crossing route, kind of a bootleg action tie from Justin Rigg, the tight end, three yards from Will Levis. And Kentucky caps an 11-play, 68-yard drive, 5.23 off the clock for a 21-14 lead with 3 minutes and 57 seconds left in the second quarter. Well, Tennessee responds on the next possession, 7 plays, 52 yards, and 2 minutes and 36 seconds of game action to tie things at 21-all. 18-yard pass to Jacob Warren. It was a big play up the middle, big run from Jabari Small the play before, and they did play action up the middle, Jacob Warren to the seam. I love this play call. They did it against Pittsburgh back in week two for six. They did it again here, and Tennessee ties it 21-all. Play fake. Hooker throws over the middle. Touchdown, Tennessee. What a play fake that time by Hendon Hooker. Threw it right over the middle to his tight end, Jacob Warren, for the Tennessee touchdown. It was the play fake by Hooker that froze the linebackers, and Jacob Warren sneaks behind him to get his third touchdown of the season. And Tennessee is pulled within a point. And then the sequence of the game, in my opinion, 16 seconds left, you're on your own 39, and Josh Heupel says, hey, let's go for it. Three consecutive passes to Cedric Tillman, pick up of eight, pick up a 14, pick up a 12, and that sets up this Chase McGrath 43-yard field goal. As time expires in the first half, Tennessee steals three points to go 21-24-21 at the half. McGrath with no wind. Sets up out of the hole to Paxton Brooks. Snap is down. Kick on the way, and the kick spinning, and that kick is good. And Tennessee takes the lead on the last play of the first half. Well, Tennessee comes out of the halftime break leading 24-21, but the lead was short-lived. Kentucky's on the board, 9.56 left in the third quarter, five minutes off the clock, 10-play, 75-yard drive, and Will Levis Calls his own number, goes behind left guard into the end zone from two yards out on a sneak, 28-24. Tennessee responds to the drive later, three plays, 49 yards, 37 seconds off the clock. Jabari Small, the best run of the day, goes off right side, makes a guy miss, a little juke move into the end zone, 37 yards away. Tennessee retakes the lead at 31-28 with 9-11 left in the third quarter. First down again, handoff, tailback. Jabari Small breaks it, gets to the 20, runs back to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown, Tennessee. Jabari Small. What a movie made at the 20-yard line. Darted inside and then sprinted to the end zone for the Tennessee touchdown. 36 yards and Tennessee back out in front of Kentucky. 
And then here's arguably the best play of the day. Not many plays defensively, but this is one. The cookie monster, as they called him on the broadcast for the television. The guy that says, hey, we don't lose to Kentucky. We just don't. And he also tweeted out, when I get an interception, this is what you got to do the day before. Alante Taylor backed up his talk, a 56-yard pick-six interception on a pass from Will Levis that was underthrown and behind his intended receiver. Here is how that pick-six called sounded on the Vol Radio Network. Levis back to throw. There's the idea intercepted in midfield to the 40, to the 30. That's going to be a touchdown for Tennessee. Alante Taylor, he read that perfectly. Jumped the route and intercepted at midfield, and there was nobody between him and the goal line. And Alante Taylor picks it off and returns it for a score. What a big play by the Tennessee defense. So Tennessee's got a 10-point lead at 38-28. Kentucky, they jump back to bring it within three. Robinson, Wanda Robinson, 15-yard touchdown pass from Will Levis, capping a nine-play 75-yard drive that took 5.03 off the clock. It's 38-35. Tennessee gets the lead back up to 10. They go deep to Cedric Tillman, the play before, 37 yards on an incredible he-got-moss reception, toe-tapping on the sideline. Hooker responds, rewards Cedric Tillman with a six-yard flag route touchdown on the very next play. Three plays, 47 yards, 44 seconds off the clock. Another long-scoring drive for the Volunteers, and Tennessee takes a 45-35 lead. Hooker throws to the back corner of the end zone. Was he inbounds? Yes. Touchdown, Cedric Tillman. Tillman catches one down the right sideline, and a perfect throw to the back deep corner of the end zone on the left side. And Cedric Tillman on a six-yard touchdown grab and a perfect throw by Hendon Hooker. And Tennessee now leads Kentucky 44-35. Kentucky would respond. The final score of the game, Isaiah Cummings, 24-yard touchdown pass from Will Levis to bring him within three once again at 45-42. But from there, it was Tennessee that drove down the length of the field, running the ball, taking five minutes off the clock in literally the longest drive of the game. Uh, Came away with no points on a really bad missed field goal from Chase McGrath, but... Kentucky takes over again, and that's when Tennessee made the final stop before Tennessee takes three knees and lets this game clock roll out. So those are my thoughts. That's how it sounded via the Vol Radio Network. We will dive into the stat sheet when we return here for another episode of Locked on Vols. But first, prize picks. It's a leader in college daily sports fantasy, okay? It offers more college football props than anyone in the world, and offers star players at the Power 5 as well as the mid-major. Price Picks offers many props you can possibly think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of you guys on your first-time deposit, if you use the promo code Locked On, you're going to get 100% instant deposit match up to $100. That's awesome. You pick two to five players of the over and under in their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Price Picks allows mixed sports entries as well, so you can go NBA, NHL, hey, maybe even baseball next season when it rolls around again and your Atlanta Braves take the field. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and the Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, and Price Picks, they offer fast and safe withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use that promo code Locked On, or go to the App Store and download the app today. Okay, It's Price Picks, daily fantasy made easy. Time to look over the stat sheet. A lot of it does look good, and, well, the other side doesn't really look good. But, hey, Tennessee got that win 45-42. That's the important thing. And I'm going to look into a deeper dive the stat sheet here in segment number two. Thanks so much for making Locked On Vols your first listen. Don't forget, you got Twitter Tuesday coming up tomorrow, so DM me and uh, tweet me at underscore Kaner and at Locked On Vols. So when you look at the stat sheets, of course, 
lot of offense. Okay, total yards. Tennessee had 461. Kentucky had 612. Kentucky ran 99 plays. Tennessee only ran 47 plays. And again, 47 plays, 13 minutes and 40, 13 minutes and 52 seconds of time of possession. Whereas Kentucky had the ball. 46 minutes and 8 seconds. Of course, you never want that big of a disparity in time of possession. I get it. But, you know, Tennessee was scoring. And so, you know, you're hanging your defense out the drive, but you're getting points and getting points and getting points. And so it's hard to complain. Um, but I do believe uh, Josh Heupel wants that to be a little bit more even. Tennessee, again, will never win time of possession. It's just the nature of the offense. But you never want it to be that bad, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, Tennessee threw for 316 yards on 15 to 20 passing. Uh, Kentucky 387 yards through the air, 32 of 58. Tennessee ran for 145 yards. It took forever, but finally got it going in the run game. Uh, Kentucky got over two bills at 225. Uh, the Wildcats had 35 first downs. Tennessee had 17 first downs. Kentucky never punted in this game. That's why I continue to say, hey, if you would have told me Kentucky would have over 40 points scored offensively, over 600 yards of total offense, and never would have punt in this football game, and you lost you would have said, I'm crazy. Well, that was the case again, a wild night in Lexington. Uh, Kentucky never punted. Tennessee punted one time for 52 yards. Uh, Penalty-wise, Tennessee had six for 40. Kentucky had seven for 58 yards. Uh, Tennessee had one interception. Kentucky had none. Tennessee put the ball on the ground three times, lost one. Um, both teams scored a touchdown off turnovers. A five of five was Kentucky inside the red zone with five touchdowns. Tennessee was two of three with two touchdowns. Okay, and so that that's kind of a look at uh, the stat sheet from a team perspective. Uh, you look at Tennessee, Hendon Hooker was incredible, 15-20, four touchdowns, 316 through the air. Uh, he ran the football. He's credited with 41 yards on the day, but he had 63 yards gained, lost 22 via being sacked five times. But Hendon Hooker was fantastic. The run game, it took forever to get going. Tyon Evans uh, got busted up. He didn't play at all in the second half. Jabari Small did not play in the fourth quarter. Tennessee continues to get hurt in the running back backfield, but Jabari Small finally got it going. We heard his long touchdown run of 37 yards. When he made a guy miss, he finished the day with 55 yards on uh, four carries. Uh, you had Jalen Wright, who stepped up and ran the ball big in the fourth quarter. A couple of key uh, carries there, six carries on one possession in the fourth quarter to try to uh, take some clock down. Uh, seven carries, 50 yards on the day for the true freshman. That was really, really good to see. And then, of course, Hendon Hooker, 63 yards gain on 11 carries. Tyon Evans, of course, only one carry, nine yards before having to lead the ball game. Uh, receiving, Cedric Tillman continues to be one of the best stories in the SEC. Six receptions, 79 yards and a touchdown. Valus Jones, five receptions, 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Javante Payton, two receptions. Again, those came in the first quarter. <laughs> At least one of them did. Uh, seven or No, they both did because they went right back to Javante Baton on, on play number two uh, offensively for Tennessee. Drive number two. They tried the same play. So he had two receptions on the first two plays offensively for Tennessee and then did not get a reception the rest of the game. That is typical uh, for Javante Payton this year. But, hey, he... He's got the stats to back it up, so who cares, right? Two receptions, 78 yards, and a touchdown. Jalen Hyatt had a long reception for 41 yards. He nearly stayed uh, toe-tapping that sideline to go in for six. And then Jacob Warren, a reception for uh, a touchdown, 18 yards. Um, I thought offensively Tennessee was great. 
You flip the script, look at Kentucky, and they were just as impressive. The second running back this year has gone over 100 yards on the ground for Tennessee, who's been pretty good against opposing running backs, but it was Chris Rodriguez who averaged five yards a carry, 109 yards off 22 carries. Uh, Cavassier Smoke, 53 yards off 11 carries and a touchdown. Will Levis, 72 yards gained, 47 yards is what he nets because, again, Tennessee sacked him three times. Uh, but he had two rushing touchdowns as well. But Levis through the air, a career day, 31-49. of 49. He did have an interception, but he threw three touchdowns, 372. Uh, Tennessee's safeties were just so slow. Tennessee's cornerbacks just continued to make mistakes. It was just not a good day uh, defensively for the Volunteers. Wanda Robinson, I pumped him up all week long, and, well, he produced 13 receptions, 166 yards, and a touchdown. Josh Ali, who was a fantastic player last year's, been kind of banged up and not been very productive this year. Well, leave it to Tennessee's defense to make him shine. His most productive game of the year, seven receptions, 74 yards. He was always finding a soft pocket in Tennessee's zone defense and picking up first downs. Isaiah Cummings, where did he come from? Literally, four receptions, 75 yards, and a touchdown. He was not even on the projected scouting report for me last week. Uh, Justin Rake, the tight end, had 20 yards off three receptions and a touchdown. Um, so Tennessee kind of went through it in, in the passing game there overall. Defensively, again, you can't look at the box score and just say, oh, Jeremy Banks and Aaron Beasley both had 14 tackles. Both Tennessee's linebackers, they must have had great games. I mean, Jeremy Banks was fine. Aaron Beasley, oh, again, he made so much progress, and I thought he was playing, you know, okay football. But then Alabama game happened, and the Kentucky game happened, and Aaron Beasley is just – He's, he's been bad. And, and again, this is a linebacking unit that has no players. You, you're only playing three guys. And, I mean, Brian John Murray and Tim Banks are doing the best they can with what they have. But it's not been good the last two games. I'm just going to be honest with you. But Beasley and Banks lead the way 14 tackles. Theo Jackson had 11. He also had three pass breakups. Trayvon Flowers had nine. McCullough had six. None of these guys played good. Uh, you know, I mean, they ran 99 plays. There's going to be a lot of tackles. Uh, Warren Burrell had five. Elijah Simmons was back. He played, had five tackles. That was good to see. I thought he looked good at times. Had a quarterback hurry. Um, Byron Young, four tackles, two sacks, two TFLs. Thought he had a, a pretty decent game. Tyler Barron had a sack, uh, four tackles. Thought Matthew Butler played pretty well, had six tackles. Um, Jaquan Blakely was in on a few. Overall, just just not not a great day for the defense. Tennessee's defense, who, leads, who was leading the country in TFLs two weeks ago before the bye week, well, only had three tackles for loss against that NFL veteran-led offensive line for Kentucky, and uh, of course had uh, three sacks. Did have an interception, and that was that was huge. So, um, you know that that's kind of what Tennessee looked like on the stat sheet. Kentucky-wise, defensively, uh, Vito Tisdale thought had a pretty solid game. Six tackles. He was causing problems for Tennessee um, on a couple of pass breakups. Jacquez Jones, five tackles. He had a TFL. Uh, JJ Weaver had two and a half sacks. Knew he was going to be a, a problem. He had two and a half sacks. And um, you had uh, Abdali Fitzgerald had two sacks as well, which he had a pretty good day. Uh, Dontre Square, not really a factor against Tennessee. Josh Pascal, not really a factor against Tennessee, two of the better players for the Kentucky Wildcats defense. So that's a look at the stat sheet. Tennessee, you look at the drive chart offensively for the Volunteers. This is how it goes. Touchdown, touchdown, fumble, punt, touchdown, field goal. That was the first half. You go to the second half, touchdown, touchdown, turnover on downs, touchdown, miss field goal, end of game. Not too shabby, but let's look at Kentucky's drive chart. First half, touchdown, miss field goal, touchdown, touchdown, uh, turnover on downs. That's the first half. Second half, touchdown, interception, touchdown, downs, touchdown, downs. 
So a lot of touchdowns. Not great, but again, the important thing, Tennessee does get that 45-42 to win in Tennessee's defense with Caleb Tremblay, Byron Young, Matthew Butler. They stepped up there on those last three plays, or last four plays, to uh, force incomplete passes from Will Levis where Tennessee was able to get the ball back and, um, again, roll at that clock. So that's a look at the stat sheet. I will hand out my grades on the other side as this Monday show rolls on. But remember, guys, it's Bilt Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. If you haven't tried Bilt Bar by now, you are truly just missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You can try one of these amazing bars for yourself to truly believe it. Most protein bars, they're chalky, they're waxy, they're just plain hard to choke down, but a Built Bar is soft and it's covered in 100% real chocolate, so you know when you bite into it, you're getting something different and something real. It's more of an experience, really, and one that you're going to enjoy. In fact, you'd swear you're eating a candy bar. Built Bars are low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, high in protein. They're so healthy, they have all the benefits on top of just being purely delicious. And plus, they have so many flavors, the salted caramel, the chocolates, the cherries, the coconut almonds, the mint brownies, the coconut raspberry, whatever case you want, they've got it at Built.com. And you need to check it out, that website, Built.com, because they're changing up new flavors for limited-time offers every three to four days. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off. That's at Built.com. Time to wrap things up here on a Monday edition of Locked On Vols. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and getting your week started with me here on Locked On Vols. I'm your host, Eric Kane, radio personality in Knoxville, Tennessee, a writer and a staffer for VolQuest.com. That's the rival site covering the University of Tennessee. And, of course, that radio that I do at 99.1, The Sports Animal. Um, got Twitter Tuesday coming up. So, again, if you haven't already, get me in those questions, those thoughts, those comments, at underscore Kaner. And at Locked On Vols. All right, so time to hand out my grades. These are my grades for Tennessee's position groups for the performance and the win over Kentucky, forty-two to forty or forty-five to forty-two. Um, quarterback, you're going to get an A. The only reason, the only reason I'm not giving Hendon Hooker an A plus is because the ball was on the ground twice. Once it was knocked down by Jalen Wright. The other. It was a little miscommunication between Jabari Small and Hendon Hooker. I believe that was on Small, uh, but nonetheless, um, you got to take care of the football just a little bit better. But Hendon Hooker gets an A. Again, just what we're seeing with Hendon Hooker is truly – I mean, again, Tennessee fans have – it's been inept. You, you can't get good quarterback play. At least there hasn't been good quarterback play here since Josh Dobbs. And my goodness, Hendon Hooker has been so efficient all day long or all night long on Saturday, really all year. And so it's been really fun to watch. 15 to 20, 316 through the air, four touchdowns. He ran for another 63 on the ground. So again, 41 was his net on the ground. But again, what a great day from uh, Hendon Hooker. And he gets an A. The running backs are going to get a B minus. It took them forever to get going, but I'm going to give Jabari Small and Jalen Wright really a B minus because Tyon Evans, he got hurt, wasn't really a factor. One carry, nine yards. But when Tennessee needed to kill some clock in the fourth quarter, it did. And Jalen Wright, the true freshman who has had his struggles this season, ran the ball six times on one on the second to last possession of the ball game for uh, Tennessee. So job well done. Uh, again, you're going to get a B minus because that that running game was pretty much non-existent to help your clock out a lot of the time uh, on on Saturday. And again, the the passing game was so explosive, you were scoring in in such a quick amount of time. 
you know, a lot of that kind of contributes, but you would have liked to see that run game get going a little bit more. I mean, also not a lot of opportunities, though, to be completely frank. I mean, four carries for small, seven carries for right. Again, six coming late in the fourth quarter, one carry from, uh, from Evans. I just feel like you needed more in the run game. It wasn't there. I'm going to give you a B minus, um, which is still fine. Uh, you got you got that nice 37 yard run for Jabari Small where he where he juked that defender. That was that was really really good. So I will give the running backs a B minus. Also struggled at times. It has been struggles this year uh, with the pass protection. Tight ends I'll give an A. Um, you know, yeah, you, you, you Hendon Hooker and the offense exploded a little bit. I know there was a couple of mishaps in, in the pass protection as well, but tight ends I'll give an A. Jacob Warren hauled in his only reception, 18 yards for a touchdown on an A-slip scream or seam on play action. That was really, really nice. I, I said this earlier, I love that play call. They did it against Pittsburgh earlier in the year, and I thought it was great then. I wish they would continue to do it, a little play action over the middle down there in the red zone. It went for six, so... Uh, I and, and I thought Princeton fan blocked on the perimeter really, really well as well. So uh, tight ends get an A. Wide receivers get an A+. Plus. What more can you do? <laughs> you know, what more can you do at wide receiver? Um, again, 6 for 79, Cedric Tillman. 5 for 100, Jones. 2 for 78, Peyton. 1 for 41, Wyatt. Hyatt. 18 for 1, Warren. Uh, you know, three touchdowns all going to your big three and your tight end. What more can you do? Wide receivers get an A+. Plus. Offensive line, you're going to get a C. I'm going to give you a C simply because the offense scored 40, well, really 38 points, but explosive, nearly 500 yards of total offense. Your quarterback had a good day, but he was sacked five times, and you can't let Hendon Hooker get sacked five times. You will get a C, uh, a, a grade of C because five sacks minus 22 yards. Let's go to defense real quick. Guys, it's not going to be pretty. It just kind of is what it is, okay? Uh, defense, defensive line gets a C- minus because it started stepping up more as the game went on. Linebackers get an F. Defensive backs get a D. Just not a great game whatsoever. Linebackers didn't flow. Too many missed tackles. Aaron Beasley missed at least four tackles from my calculations. Um, you know, Jeremy Banks, I didn't see him making glaring mistakes, but I'm sure I think he was out of position on a few plays. But Aaron Beasley, Solon Page did not play well. Jalen McCullough missed so many tackles. Trayvon Flowers was so slow to help. Um, I thought the cornerbacks were playing so soft in terms of cushion. I mean, just not good. And again, this is against a quarterback that has never even sniffed doing what he did Saturday night in the passing game. He just hasn't. Of course, you uh, Louisiana Monroe, sure, I hear that. But, I mean, just, just not good. So C-minus for the defensive line that stepped up towards the end. Uh, an F for the linebackers, a D for the defensive backs. Only reason the defensive backs get a D and not an F is because Alante Taylor had a 56-yard interception return for a touchdown, and that proved to be one of the key plays, obviously, in the football game. Special teams, I'll get an uh, Special teams, I have an A written down here. I am literally changing this on the fly. It is going to be a B because Chase McGrath missed a field goal that you absolutely had to have. What are you doing, man? You got to ice that game away. You got to get points. Tennessee had first and goal at the five and settles for a missed 35 yard field goal. You're a kicker in the Power Five SEC. You've got to make a 35 yard field goal late in the fourth quarter. Chase, I mean, I got not in an argument, but I got into a conversation with one of my coworkers the other day. Like, I mean, I'm not saying he's been horrible, but Chase McGrath has missed some kicks this year that Tennessee had to have. Um, sure, he's been a, he's been a good pickup. He's been mostly consistent, but he has missed some kicks that Tennessee's had to have this year. Uh, that was one of them. But one punt, 52 yards from uh, Paxson Brooks. I thought that was good. I thought Tennessee's kickoff coverage unit was good. 
Um, Tennessee returned two kicks that, that went pretty well. Jimmy Holiday had a nice uh, kick return. So um, I'm going to give Tennessee special teams a B. And then coaching, I'm going to give a B. I thought they played too soft and gave too much cushion um, uh, defensively. But what Josh Heupel did, how he managed offensively when you were getting so many explosive plays, number one. But number two, um, how you continue to combat that with trying to even things out as much as you can. And right before half, right before half, when you go all in, Three plays to the corner, three plays to the out. Cedric Tillman, then you get that 43-yard field goal as time expires to seal, steal, three-point drop for the half. That was incredible. Job well done to Josh Heupel. Um, he has mismanaged that situation one other time, according to me, so far this year, but he did not mismanage it whatsoever against Kentucky. So, in review, we'll go in reverse order. Coaching gets a B. Special teams gets a B. Defensive backs get a D. Linebackers get an F. Defensive line gets a C minus. Offensive line get a C. Wide receivers A plus. Tight ends A. Running backs B minus. And quarterback gets an A. And that is how we grade it. Tennessee, a 45 to 2 winner over Kentucky. Guys, congratulations. I know you probably had a lot of fun. You're probably nervous on the edge of your seat all night long, but there was a lot to root for in that game against uh, Kentucky. And Tennessee does get that dub 45 to 42. Now, Georgia comes to town. We will spend all week long breaking down who I've already phrased as the 1985 Bears on our radio show at 99.1 The Sports Animal last week. We'll talk about Georgia, the challenges that are going to be present there in the Georgia game. It's going to be a CBS 3:30 kick. A lot to a lot of exciting things there. Plus. With this Tennessee offense, who knows? You can give anybody a run for its money when it is clicking. Guys, Twitter Tuesday is tomorrow. Please, please get me in your Twitter Tuesday questions at underscore Kaner and at Locked On Vols. I really, really do appreciate it. Don't forget now that we're done here, check out Locked On SEC. Five days a week, make it your second listen of the day. That is Locked On SEC. We will talk again tomorrow on a Twitter Tuesday, but until then, enjoy the rest of your Monday, everybody. 